0: Hey, lighting. Have you heard? No! No? I don't think so. The truck show Uh We're gonna show you what we know We're gonna answer what the truck Cause truck rides with The truck show We have the lifted, we have the lowered and everything in between. We'll talk about that run on diesel and the ones that run on gasoline the truck show the, the truck, truck show the truck show whoa oh, oh. It's the truck show with your hosts Lightning and Holman.
1: This episode of the Truck Show Podcast, Have You Heard?, is proudly presented by Nissan. With the Frontier, Titan, and Titan XD, Nissan has a truck for every need, along with the legendary Nissan durability. Test drive your next truck at a local Nissan dealer today, or point your browser to NissanUSA.com, where you can use the Build and Price tool to configure a Nissan truck
0: that fits your lifestyle. And when you're thinking about adding power or improving fuel economy, Banks has over 65 years of experience. Whether it's cold air intakes or exhaust systems, tuning, throttle control, charge air cooling, lubrication components, and much more, no one offers smarter, safer, 50-state emissions compliant performance parts than Gale Banks. You'll find the best engineered parts for your truck at bankspower.com. This is the show where they talk breaking news, and this is the part where full-length lightning have you heard. Lightning, have you heard? How about new? Nope. I don't think so until you tell me the story. Then maybe I have, but it's doubtful. Apparently, uh, photos
1: have flooded the internet about Kia's new pickup truck. Wait, what? So, uh, South Korea, in a underground parking structure, somebody caught a uh, basically a cladded test mule of uh, the uh, rumored upcoming Kia pickup truck. So Hyundai has a Santa Cruz here, so obviously they're sister brands, so it's not surprising that uh, Kia would want in on the action. My guess is that it would be based on the Santa Cruz, but I don't know for sure. I mean, it just looks like a pickup truck with, like, padding on
0: it. Interesting. Okay. Not not a lot to glean from there. All right. Holman, speaking of Kia, I have a question. Which one is, um, it's got more cachet, Kia Or Hyundai?
1: I would say Hyundai, because Hyundai is also attached to the Genesis brand, and Kia is sort of like uh,
0: the the Hyundai little brother. Okay, okay. Here's why I ask. As far as I can tell, the hottest vehicles for theft right now, the most stolen vehicles are all the Hellcats, regardless of what you put it in, whether it's a Charger, Challenger, Durango, or the TRX, followed by the Camaro, and then the Kia. Uh Uh-huh. Why? Well, it's because specific to the
1: Kia... Well, there's a, there's a few things. One is people don't really... Uh, it's joyriding for the most part because it started with a TikTok thing. It did? Yeah. And I didn't see that one. Yeah. Back in 2021, TikTok sh- basically showed all the kids how you could easily break into and start up a Kia because it didn't have basic anti-theft device that a lot of other vehicles had. Oh. And so... Well, that would explain so a lot of it. Okay. It's joyriding... It's TikTok. There's a lot of them out there, so from a parts perspective, obviously they're stealing Hellcats and and Chargers and Challengers and all and TRXs for other reasons. Those things are going overseas, they're getting stripped apart, whatever. That's not the case with the Kias. Those are a bunch of kids on TikTok going, "Oh, dude, I got 8 of those in my neighborhood. Which one do I want to pick today so and is, go,
0: you know, joyride to McDonald's or something?" It's kind of like when we used to have Slim Jim competitions when I was a kid. We who could get into an Accord faster. Like I had it down to a second. I yeah, I knew exactly
1: where it was We could grab yeah. that little rod. So do you think, it, it, it,
0: think it's some of that? No, the,
1: the, there's a, a year range of Kias that don't have an immobilizer in them. There's no chip in the key or anything. So basically, you can just bust through and, and I'm not going to tell you how to. The, the, right. You, the interwebs will uh, yeah. share all that with you. But it's very easy because there's not a electronic
0: anti-theft between the key and starting the vehicle. Gotcha. So I was super freaked out. I think we talked about this briefly on a previous episode. Uh, there was a TRX stolen in the city of Carson, not far from me. Uh, what is that? Uh, I don't know. 10, 15 miles from me. In yep. a very similar neighborhood. The guy had a house very similar to mine. Anyway, it was a black TRX, black wheels. whole thing. And, I, and he, the only difference is he had a rooftop tent or, you know, on the rack. I think he had a Lightner rack on the darn thing. So stolen, Gone. And I, I'm i starting to freak out because then, you know, Ryan Allen at, um, at work, he's uh, you might have met him briefly. He's in charge of our shipping department. Mm-hmm. His son's got a Hellcat uh, charger. And, it well, he did. It was stolen two Mondays ago. So Ryan left work. Uh, his kid sleeps until 11, whatever his job, you know, he, he goes to work late. So Ryan leaves work. And six minutes after he left in the morning at like 8, 13 in the morning or whenever it was, they broke into the car. They pushed it down the street. Mm-hmm. Somehow they got in neutral. They pushed it down the street, and then they programmed a key, and then drove it away. And on the way home, somehow they figured out who the who the owner of the car was, and they friggin Instagrammed him and clowned him as they were going 100 miles an hour down the freeway. So well, Ryan's mean, well, son, I mean, they all well, get Instagram
1: stickers on our on our vehicles, yes. right? So like, Ryan,
0: that's maybe how they did. Yeah. Ryan's son is getting clowned on Instagram by the dudes that stole it. Mm-hmm. They ultimately that, found out. That's why it's good to have a tracker. So they ultimately found out where it landed in Mm -hmm. Compton. Mm -hmm. You brought up like Compton or somewhere. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of legal reasons they can't go get it, so he's hosed. No, that's not true. There's no way that's true. I am telling you he's already been paid out, and they know where it is. Those are both facts. Well, he got paid out. That's that's the deal. He got paid out. If he got paid out, then that's one thing. But- well, anyway, so my all,
1: all you have to do is is go say I have stolen property at this address and have the police go get a warrant and go in and grab it. I don't. I don't know the legalities. I'll just stop there. We know uh, who else had their Hellcat stolen. I, no, I don't. Who? Christy Lee, who's famous on uh, Instagram. She's a, the, one of the hosts of like the Discovery Car oh, Shows. and that? Yeah, I know Christy
0: Lee. Yes, she yes, had
1: yes. her stolen as well. So I mean, it's happening to A lot of people.
0: But I will say that I was freaked out and... Yep, that's why and, I put and, mine in the garage. It's, I don't have a garage to put it no. in There's a golf cart in it and it wouldn't fit if I wanted. To. Yep. It didn't fit in parking garages. So I reached out to the guys at IGLA who, because there's all sorts of thefts all over Texas. TRXs, Hellcats, all that stuff. And the only one they're talking about is Revelco. Revel, looks like a dongle that you plug into the dash. That's, it's kind of weird. Which is, it tears scare- up
1: your, your wiring harness. That scares me. And, and I would not touch that. If you re- read into that... It's not all it's
0: cracked up to be from what I've read. So that one scares me. This one intercepts the CAN bus, and here's the trippy part. And I was a little uneasy, and I'll tell John, the guy who did it, when he when we get him on the phone in a couple of weeks, I wasn't allowed to watch the installation. They have a module, and he says, it's going to take two hours, and no one can watch me. I said, that's, I Weird. don't know how comfortable. And he goes, I said, why? I, I install car stereos. They need to know where it is. I'm going to feel uncomfortable. He goes, look, you will tell someone where it is. And that person will tell someone where it is, and all the installers hide them in relatively the same spot. And the word will get out, and the thieves will know where to disable it. We're not going to tell anyone. Collectively, we have an agreement with Igla, the company that makes it, that we're not going to share with its devices. And it intercepts the CAN bus, and so it deadens the vehicle. If you don't put in your code within a few seconds of uh, where do you activate your it, code? Uh, on anywhere on the steering wheel controls or the uh, the shifters anywhere, hmm. it works on Camaros and all that, all that the Ram products and and uh, all the Stellantis vehicles, and I guess the GM two now. So and they're starting to get the Kias, and he's the one that told me. He's like, I gotta, I'm, I'm super busy. I gotta, I've got Camaros to the, put these devices in, and in Kias, and I go, excuse me, what Kias? Twenty eleven to twenty twenty one Kias, isn't that super weird? easy? That's yeah, a big, a big span. The big deal is that this prevents the guys from hijacking your key code or your key fob that's always broadcasting, intercepting it, and then fooling your vehicle that they have the key when they don't. They've just basically mimicked the key. Which is why I
1: don't start my vehicle, try not to, without knowing what's outside. If there's like a strange vehicle outside or something, I'm not just like... Putting it up to my head to start in the garage or whatever. Interesting. Yeah. Well, apparently
0: this prevents it. We're going to have to get them on the phone, and hopefully when I go to work tomorrow, because I just installed it today, my truck is not dead. <laughs> hopefully I can drive it. I mean, that'll be interesting, I guess. Yeah. All right, so we'll see how that goes. So you have more news. Hey, Lighting, did you hear? No. I don't
1: think so. According to GM, they are talking about building between 200,000 and
0: 300,000 let me guess, let me guess, 200 and 300,000 Ultium-based EVs. So that's their uh,
1: EV architecture. So that's the new Blazer EV, the Cadillac Lyric, the Silverado, the Sierra, the Hummer EV. I, I mean...
0: Those are losers, baby. <laughs> you don't want nothing to do with those. It
1: just seems like... No, you don't. ...a really high number considering.
0: Are there enough when takers? all of like the... I, it's not fair to say that there's negative press, but there is pushback. I think there's a lot
1: of pushback right now from average people who are going to be the consumers, and I think there's a lot of things that happen with that uh, that big snow uh, cold snap that happened. I think you know winter time's My coming. My
0: Tesla will not charge. Someone come get it.
1: Okay, I'm not sure what that accent I don't is. What know what that is this either? Cracks me up. These are the sales from 2023. Okay. Right drop, uh, Zevo, which is the FedEx van you see driving around your neighborhoods. Uh, yeah. 497. Cadillac Lyric, 9,154, which I'm actually blown away that it's that high. 9,000? So that's, that is such
0: a small number for production
1: cars. I know, but it's such a big number for, for these. <laughs> yeah. Um, Chevy Blazer EV is 482. And uh, keep in mind that just hit. So
0: 482
1: units total. But they, the brand new car just hit at the, like December became okay. available. All right. The uh,
0: Chevy Bolt was 62,000, which the, is a pretty good number. That's a good number. And it's a, I've not, it's been no secret. I like the Chevy Bolt. Chevy Silverado
1: EV, 461. GMC Hummer EV, the SUV and the pickup, 3,244. So the total. Is just under 76,000 for
0: 2023, and they want to go all the way up to 300,000. Wow. Just seems like a lot. We need to check in with a friend of mine who just, eh, I guess it's about three weeks ago, finally took possession of his Hummer. Speaking of Hummers, did you hear? No,
1: no. no. (laughs) So, in line with the uh, GM Ultium platform story, uh, there's somebody who's on TikTok and Instagram as Texas Truck King. I don't know if you're familiar with them. No. Uh oh, no. They have posted a rendering. Kind of looks like a uh, transfer rendering, but I'm not sure. But it looks like that kind of 3D rendering mm-hmm. of a Hummer EV. Okay. That they plan on having at the 2024 SEMA show on, can you guess it? Yeah, 30s. 57 inch <laughs> evolution rubber track tires.
0: On 41-inch JTX forged wheels. (laughs) Okay, wait a minute. Hold on. JTX is on a roll. Have you seen- I like your pun there, by the way. So uh, JTX uh, are the guys that dropped the Cybertruck photo dumped on like 26s. Did you see that one? Gold JTX wheels? Okay, so that's all the same. JTX is on fire right now. JTX is trying to take over like uh, American Forces market. Yeah. They're like they're trying to go the big wheels, but what is that? That's what I'm saying. It looks like it's on portals or something. Yeah, and those are portals. I mean, it's. it's but by it's the wild. way, those portals are 36 inches tall.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, listen. If, if here's what that's a Mars rover. I, I got Come it. On. But
0: here's what I'm saying: is you can hate all
1: you want, but you drive it, wouldn't you? I mean, I want to. <laughs> no, but my that, listen. You can hate all you want the big SEMA show trucks. Yeah, this just gives all those guys hope that. Even with the EV platform, it ain't gonna end soon. Oh
0: my god. Where's the steering? Do you see it? Look at that. Where's the steering on that? You're asking
1: me. You literally look like you can walk under it. It's sixty
0: inches to the belly. Yeah. You say where's the steering? Where's the steering? It's there is none. (laughs) It doesn't steer I don't know how it steers. How how it's gotta be it's gotta turn at the top of the knuckle, but there's no leverage up there so I don't know and he's got it on the tv in the pod chat I'm gonna move my microphone up here oh no I see it look right here see this right here this is the um you Uh got the lower control arm the upper control arm and then you have the um, so you're steering those big things off the top of the spindle yes the spindle yeah I don't know that's not gonna work I'm just saying that's not gonna turn out well
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean it's gonna make a giant I hope it makes it I hope he makes it.
0: Now wait a minute. This looks like Truck Guru's logo. They stole Chris (laughs) Payne's logo
1: right here. Listen, I'm not gonna get into the uh, politics of Texas truck builders. Oh my gosh! Remember the last time we walked? Let's just walk away from that. Moving right along. Hey, uh, Lightning, did you hear? Welcome to Barnes and No.
0: No, I did not. If uh, you
1: want to get your hands on a brand new 2024 Gladiator, which comes in the Sport, and I might the Sport S. The Mojave and Rubicon and Mojave X and Rubicon, uh,
0: prices have gone up. Before you tell me the price, I'm going to play the role of the dummy because I do that well. I don't know what an S is. I know what like the Sahara is. I don't know what the Sport is. Uh, the Sport's the base model. Oh. The S is a little bit
1: uh, extra stuff. The Mojave uh, and Rubicon, Mojave's the go fast. Rubicon is the uh, crawling and X and Rubicon X have things like steel bumpers and whatnot. But... The sport is actually a thousand twenty-five less to get into at thirty-nine seven ninety, and the sport S at 43290 two uh, ninety is either the same or eleven $1, ninety-five less. However, a Mojave in a Rubicon 54890 eight ninety up seventeen fifty. Some uh, some spendy truckage right you there. You said fifty-four super capable. 54. Now, now, the new trims of Mojave X and Rubicon X, which have some more accoutrement and like the... Uh, the accoutrement that you will need. Accoutrement! Such <laughs> as uh, steel bumpers, leather seats, things like that. Uh, the base price of those new trims, $64,890. <coughs> That's freaking expensive. I don't know what Dang. the point had to do with that. I don't know either, but <laughs> but I'm looking at that and I, I'm... Okay. It would be really hard when you're looking at midsize trucks in the $65,000 range... It's funny you think that's super high. I bet you. Wait the, a minute. The GMC uh, Canyon, uh, with the
0: Bison, the, the and but, all that. Right. Oh. And then
1: also the Toyota uh, TRD Pro, the
0: Pro, because or it comes the Trail with Hunter. the Iforce Max, and it's got to be, be every bit of 60. 70. Oh, oh you, I think they're gonna no, knock I don't, on I don't, the door 70. There's no way they're gonna hit 70. You don't no. think so? No, no. But you don't even thinking like the Denali trim, they're gonna hit 70? Mm,
1: no, because now you're in, you're solidly in half ton territory. Like solidly, you're not like you're not knocking on the door of half ton. You're in a, it. You're in it. Okay. And at that all point, right. you may just go. That's a lot a lot of price for a little truck that still has some cheap plastics and leather and stuff. Okay. Fair enough. So, I don't know. I just uh, and I you know I know I have a 392, but that was a shocking amount of money. This is a shocking amount of money. The midsize truck market is so on fire. No wonder all the manufacturers are racing to go play down there. Hmm.
0: Do you feel like we're getting old? And here's why I ask. I yes. feel like a lot of the guys, the young guys that I interact with on a daily basis, they don't seem freaked out by a seventy dollars or $80,000 truck. I was talking to a guy today on Instagram, and he was looking for a part, and he goes, hey, I got a brand new L5P, which is the Duramax. And he goes, I'm not really rich, so what kind of deals do you have? And I go, stop. The cheapest, the cheapest base model you can get into is in the 60s. Yeah. So to say, like I'm trust fund kid, I don't, I have no idea. He's like, I don't have a lot of money, but I have a sixty thousand dollar. And by the way, he didn't say that he had a base model. I'm thinking, what's the least expensive one he can have? I I deal with guys who are, they're in their mid twenties and they have Denali Ultimates, which starts at like one oh six. I don't know what's yeah. what's up with that. I, I, I so got, maybe I got nothing we, for you. We're feeling old because like the prices have just all gone up. You know what I mean? Like our our grandfathers are like a pair of socks for a dollar. <laughs> right. I used to pay five cents. Right. You know, like yeah. it's just all going up. Yeah,
1: but still, nobody's making that kind of money. Yeah.
0: Uh, mm. I mean, some are, I guess. Computer think? programmers are making a ton of money. Man. Skilled engineers are making a ton of money. The oil dudes down in Texas, you know. Well, for
1: now until, anyway. Linemen make a
0: ton of money. Uh, Hey, lighting, did you hear? No. No.
1: No. Uh, The 2024 Toyota Tacoma. Yes. 4x4. Yes, tell me more. In official testing. Yes. Gets up to 25 miles per gallon. Okay. That's pretty solid. Yeah. So that's the uh, the hybrid, giving you the power and more efficiency,
0: and I would totally uh, be down with 25 miles per gallon in a 4x4. I cannot wait to talk to Sheldon Brown, chief engineer of the Tacoma. You mean uh, on our next episode? Yep. Very excited. Then you're really going to have
1: a hard time waiting for our next show. Yeah, I'm impatient. So what are you going to do between now and then uh, with all your free time? I think I'm going to get on another jury. <laughs> yeah, because that worked out <laughs> so well for your uh, schedule this uh? week.
0: <laughs> Guilty! The Truck Show Podcast is a production of Truck Famous, LLC. This podcast was created by Sean Holman and Jay Tillis with production elements by DJ Omar Khan. If you like what you've heard, please open your Apple Podcast or Spotify app and give us a five-star rating. And if you're a fan, there's no better way to show your support than by patronizing our sponsors. Some vehicles may have been harmed during the making of this podcast.